systems are offline. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. The Pat and AJ Podcast. Well, because they got great banter. They jib-jab. Jib-jab, jib-jab, jib-jab. Pat and AJ. I feel like the conversation we've been having in the last five minutes is a lot more interesting than the shit they're talking about on the radio. Just moronic commentary and stupid sound effects, and it's just dumb. It doesn't make any sense. It's the Pat and AJ Podcast. Pat and AJ Podcast. I just saw this really great prank on uh, Instagram, because AJ had to fill up her, uh, her mug. Not the jug. The jug is different than the mug. But the jug she, is water. She has many different kind of cups that are not cups. They're all, you know, containers meant to insulate and keep things hot, cold, and easily sippable. And this one's filled with what, by the way? This is tea this with is, honey, yeah. This is tea, okay. I'm trying to preserve her voice. I am. She's watching this Instagram uh, feed. It's a guy whose wife has the big jug, just like you do. You have, what is it? It's a... Uh, it's a it's Yeti. A Yeti, yeah. That's it's like those, the biggest Yeti you can get. Those are the ones that have taken over that that market. I always felt like they were kind of stupid because they're just so damn expensive. It was and very be- culty because everyone got in on it at yeah. once. It was like all of a sudden you had a Yeti cooler yeah. and a Yeti this and a Yeti that. Remember that? Like every raffle par- prize was a Yeti. Yeti cooler. It was almost like Apple for a while. We, like yeah. when all of a sudden people got, a, a, like it was all in on Apple. I had everything Apple. But... I went through like three water bottles and they all broke. And I'm like, this is stupid. Like, why am I buying a reusable water bottle if it's yeah, not? Sure. And everybody said, seriously, get a Yeti. It keeps shit cold yeah. for like days and it doesn't break. And I've had this thing now for more than a year. Which and is then, it's awesome. Which is then arguably what us tech people say about Apple stuff as well, right? Well, like, yeah. A little sticker shock, but guess what? Your laptop it, it lasts, lasts more longer, than 12 months. Yeah. So the um, practical joke I was watching uh, was a uh, husband takes his, his wife's, you know, the jug, and he simply takes a, uh, like, you know, she has some water and, and ice in there, and that's fine, but he puts in the middle of it uh, a container of hot sauce, like Pete's hot sauce that's or tapatio. Douche. That's douchey. And then he puts the straw directly into it. Oh, So the next time God. she picked it up and took a big drink, it was pure hot sauce in her mouth. I thought it was funny. And of course, I'm like, dude, that's premium content that I could do to my wife right Listen, there. I'm all in on pranks, but if they <laughs> physically hurt me, I will not find that it funny. That would physically hurt Yes, you. it would. I mean, I know the one kid just died doing that uh, hot chip uh, yes. challenge, but this is like, you know, just a Drinking few Drinking hot sauce would yeah. suck, yes. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. Well, she is preserving her voice here on this uh, 219th episode episode of the Pat and AJ podcast because uh, we went out last night and she even literally, I think halfway through the night because she was a little chatty, we were a little buzzed up and halfway through the night she goes, okay, I'm going to get quiet now because I don't want to ruin my voice. Well, no, my job is still my voice. So, you know, I get paid handsomely for it. So I'm going to, I'm going to be a responsible adult. So you're, uh, plus you're at a, you're at a concert. Yeah. So like even your quietest talking is still louder than normal. And I could, I can feel it. Ever since I got that vocal cord surgery, I can feel it in my throat when my voice is starting to get strained, so I know to kind of, you know, take it down a notch. So, yeah, we went out last night, and she literally, at like a certain time, was just like, all right, that's it. I'm going silent. Going silent mode. I'm just going to sit here next to you, and we're going to have a good time. So It's like that lady at the dispensary said, party smarter, not harder. True story. And I partied smart last night. Uh, interesting party as well. You guys probably know by now that, man, uh, we don't do normal things. I have friends who are normal, suburban city, middle-aged guys, right? One, I'm the youngest of my crew, which I know doesn't sound like much that they're only like everywhere from two to five years older than me, but where I kind of fall generationally, it's a big jump. Yeah. They're all kind of hardened Gen Xers and I'm this weird Xennial kid uh, who, you know, connects to Gen Xers and millennials and all that. 
but they just do normal shit. Like my buddy, the one this weekend, took his his wife and his in-laws and his son to a college football game. Another one uh, uh, traveled uh, with his girlfriend to her brother's home in another state so they could all go to a little concert together. Meanwhile, me and my wife go ahead and deck ourselves out dressed like aliens, and we head to an uh, industrial area of Tucson to find a legitimate haunted warehouse. That's haunted all year round, except they do make it into a haunted house this time of year. But we were not there for that. No, no. folks, we're there because they're throwing a big, you know, dance music party, rave party, bass music party, EDM, whatever you want to call it, for me and my people. Do you know, by the way, that that venue has like six concerts a year? No doubt. Yeah. I know it's they an excellent venue. Yeah, they hosted the one that we talked about before that we missed because we were out of town. We, we would have probably gone to it um, for a, another electronic act. And that was the only one I'd ever heard of. So I didn't know if, if they were legitimately doing this now as a you know revenue thing. Well, yeah, because think about it. They make money all year round then. That's incredibly What's that smart. What's like to own? You know, when I was on uh, Ghost Hunters, I'm not quite sure if you guys know this. Oh, yeah. I was on the sci-fi hit television show, Ghost Hunters. And I was embarrassed by some white trash from Rhode Island. They were really rude to him. Um, but when you own a haunted place, what the fuck do you do with it? Like, there's limited amount of revenue outside of the obvious haunted season. Yeah. And then you got the real niche crowd of people who want to do ghost hunts. So I read all about it today. Um, I want to say it got sold back in 2013. So this place, it's called the Slaughterhouse. It's the Slaughterhouse. Tucson. And it's literally an abandoned slaughterhouse. Like, like 100 years old. This is what they yeah. did 100 years ago when Tucson had cattle. We rattled yeah. them up and this is a slaughterhouse, much like where I grew up in Chicago. We called it back of the yards. That's where we had our union stockyards. Yeah. But that's um, where you went and you, you, you slaughtered animals. There's a Ghost Adventures episode. With Post Malone, where Shut they the fuck up. we is, watched it. You is doofus. He in that one, yes, we watched it together. We watch a lot of stuff. No, we watched that together. Um, yeah, check it out. There's a Ghost it's Adventures even better episode. Better than Post Malone. Now, now I remember. That's funny. Yeah, it's the Ghost Adventures crew plus Post Malone. Um, so Ghost Adventures. That's Zach Bagan. That's Zach Bagan. Zach Bagan. Yeah. He's he's the Ghost Bro. We he's, call him the Ghost Bro. Yeah, because yeah. he like yells at the ghost. He's yeah, like, man. "What's up? What's up, Ghost? What's up, ghost? I took my pre workout, Ghost. You can't do nothing, to me." So there's an episode where they do the ghost tour and they tell you why it's haunted. It's actually not so much the slaughterhouse aspect, but <laughs> it's like. The- <laughs> There's actually been people that have died that work there. If this doesn't go to prove some bigger fact about souls and heavens, notice only humans can haunt. Yeah, there's no uh, ghost fu- cows. <laughs> Who the fuck That's do you not think? haunted by ghost cows and ghost pigs. If you think traumatic deaths mean you're going to haunt, shouldn't all the animals that were, I don't know, traumatically fucking slaughtered right. for food, wouldn't they? Wouldn't we have the most haunted lands of America? There'd well, be ghost bison. That's... <laughs> Ghost cows. When I initially heard of this place, I thought, I'm like, oh, is it haunted because so many animals were killed? They're like, no. There's a ghost pig that you hear squeal. I think there's like one or two workers who died that work there, and they're like, they haunt it. Shut the fuck. Okay, hold on. So there's a. We watched the episode together. I'm doing this because people are fucking listening. All right. Can you play along? Yes. You know, we did radio for like 15 fucking years. I've tried to. I'm I'm in therapy for it. She fucking (laughs) pretends like you guys have ESP and you know what we're talking about. God, play along. Okay. okay, so please play along. Hold on. You mean someone actually died there? I can't remember if they died there, but it's somebody who works there. <laughs> okay, but so it's, yeah. it's, it's not just the fact that a bunch of animals died there. No. There are some legitimate deaths. Regardless, this place 
has become uh, like like a haunted uh, place. Well, yes, yeah, so the guy who bought it not only bought the slaughterhouse, but bought a couple acres of property around it, around which is it. where they hold the concerts and stuff. Okay, because I noticed we were right outside the actual building. Yeah, I it wasn't see inside. The building. Yeah, you can see the, the slaughterhouse is right behind the stage, but there's this huge like dirt parking lot that they set up, I mean, an entire show plus an entire bar plus an entire little weed area. Yeah. Like, it was really cool. Yeah, so we went to this show. So it's one of our little weird electronic shows, and it's, you know, already in this place where we're like, oh, that's kind of cool. We didn't know that the haunted slaughterhouse does shows. So we show up to this show, and um, which, which, by the way, shout out to Relentless Beats. Damn. Southwest. You guys. Um, good promoters, good people. Yeah, we like you guys Hopefully a lot. you didn't lose too much money last night. Remember, all promoters lose money every yeah. day. The only way they make money is by all the money that they that they launder. So good for you guys. <laughs> um, but no, it was a great event put on by our uh, big promoter of electronic shows in the area. And it was a hybrid event uh, because much like Genesee County, which is where we came from in Michigan, yeah. um, this we live in Pima County here in Arizona. Pima County is very friendly to the cannabis movement. It is yeah. historically um, a, a already part of town, um, and it, it's not uptight. No. So Genesee County kind of had the same... That's kind of the rumor, like, down here is that Phoenix is where they're kind of uptight. Yeah, yeah, Tucson, like, we're a little more Tucson, artsy, fartsy, cool. loose, cool. Yuma and those people down there on the border, the ones that you actually read about, they're fucking nuts because they're just in, like, the desert they all day. They are isolated, They're yeah. just crazy down there. Yeah. <laughs> but so, you know, so we are this, like, kind of cannabis-friendly county. It's much like Genesee County, and you probably, you know, people in Michigan figured that out, that in Genesee County, there's all these weed shops, there's weed... Um, the cannabis cups, there's all types of event, events. You go one county over and there's none of that. Yeah. So you figure out what counties are probably more, uh, you friendly. know, friendly. Our county's friendly. So this show is not just a crazy electronic show. It's a great artist. Um, but it also is like a pseudo cannabis event. Yeah, we didn't really quite understand it. Like we, we were like, okay, well, we'll... You can buy there, I assume. So we'll just go buy weed the, there. Like the way I understood it when when they're promoting it was, hey, we're throwing this event, right? And here's the the um, artist shout out Subtronics, my favorite craziest little wook from Philadelphia. Love him, he's right? awesome. He seemed to have a blast last. <laughs> he's having night. a good time. Uh, but like, so not only is it an event where you would normally pay a ticket price, and that is the price for this event, and all the costs that go towards putting it on, and then you go there, and what do you do? You buy a T-shirt if you want, you buy a drink, maybe you buy a, a bad hot dog. Yeah, and so at this event, we were under the impression that well, there's going to be weed there because there there was. Well, I, I would say, was, well, yeah. they, they were promoting it. They were yeah. saying, hey, at this event, we're going to have this this area. They called it the Highlands. By the I way, get it. in case you wanted, it was Highlands. so cute. It was like fake grass and like <laughs> hammocks and stuff. It was awesome. But it was like this part of uh, the show where they said, "Hey, it's the Highlands," and the best I can compare it to the Straits is it was the beer garden. Yeah. If you remember growing up, like I did, I grew up in Chicago. A lot of Catholic. Um, festivals and carnivals yeah. throughout the summer there was the beer garden and the beer garden was usually where the band was and they had it cordoned off and you had to be 21 to get in there yeah. so the kids weren't running around you kept those kids playing yeah. uh, you know games and and you check an id you go in there you buy some beers you hang out in the beer tent the highlands was essentially the same thing except with weed except with weed and here's the other weird part about and this part's gonna blow your fucking mind because i had this epiphany last night driving home they didn't sell anything. They couldn't sell anything. So they just gave it away. We're going through security. 
And Pat pulls out his vape pen. Yeah. And they said, well, you can bring in the battery, but you can't bring in the cartridge. The cartridge holds the weed. Yeah, the cartridge is, is the, the liquid, actual part yeah. that, you know, you would go and purchase from a dispensary. You use it until all the content is gone, and then you would buy a new one, but yeah. you keep the battery. So we really didn't care because we're like, we'll buy some inside. And I thought I heard him say it when we walked by. He goes, it's all free. And I was like, did he just she, say it's free? She literally, like, the security guard goes, hey, I can't let you bring the card in, which was fine because it was empty. Yeah. Um, because we were planning on buying there. I was there, planning so on buying. He just unscrewed the cartridge and threw it in the trash, and he's like, yeah, everything inside is free. And we're yeah. like, huh, what? Yeah, she, did she he goes, just say weed is free? Yeah, like like to, to, to kind of preempt me bitching about it, she goes, oh, but inside they're giving away free carts like that. And I go, wait, wait oh, okay. Because it was kind of billed as, we're going to have a bunch of craft cannabis vendors because, for again, the straights, there's no Miller. There's no Bud Light. This is not a national thing. It's a state-by-state state yeah. thing, right? So a bunch of local vendors who work within the state are all set up, and they have their products out there. And you go up to each fucking one, and it's like trick-or-treat. They literally, most of them ask for an Instagram follow, right? There's a, fine. There's a quick social media cost to enter. But they go, all right, you're 21 years of age, great. Come in the Highlands, go look at all these people. These people say, hey, thanks for coming in. Why don't you give us a follow? Boom, they go, can I give you a free joint? Can I give you a free gummy? Can I, can, do you want to hit this bong right here? Yeah, I mean, it was basically, they had shot girls walking around, except instead of shots, they had edibles. Yeah. And I mean, and it was they free, because even shot yeah. girls are selling you those shots. Yeah, no, these were, everything was free. And when I say they were pushing shit on you, <laughs> you couldn't just sit and enjoy your weed in the Highlands somebody was coming up to you and giving you more weed weed because they had so much promotional product they needed to give away. I was just, I said, this is the dream. Like for people. She was saying that she was saying it to these young little cannabis Queens. Cause if you don't know, they don't get it. The young girls now they don't, you know, you, if you're 40 plus, you maybe had that one saucy friend who became a Hooters girl. Yeah. Maybe she became like a bud girl and you show up to certain bars and little shorty shorts and you walk around with buds. But you sell the buds. Yeah. It, you, you maybe go, hey, I'm a bud girl and buds on special two for three tonight. Why Can I bring you two? Yeah. You never once in your life as a bud girl, a Jaeger girl, walked around a bar giving away free alcohol to anyone. It was about generating income. So AJ is sitting here talking to these young cannabis queens. This is what they do now. These young gals, they go yeah. work for cannabis companies. They're not bud girls. They go be, do these things. And they're so cute, and they've lived in this world of legalization because they're like 21. Well, no, what I more said to the one, I said, this is the dream. Well, I said, this is the dream for those of us who don't drink. Oh, that's it. That's what I meant. I'm like, we don't drink. Like, there was was a little cocktail stand there, but there was way more weed at this event. Well, but the cocktail stand was not in. Here's what I found interesting, if I can tell you, and there are lots of things that I, I drew juxtaposition about, but. Um, one, the fact that, again, I drank for many fucking years. I never had an alcohol company give me anything for free. Never. No. Never. They charged me the whole way. Yep. The whole way. The Ooh. only time I ever got booze for free is when I was a runner. People would, especially like during the crim in Flint. Stop from the company. No, but I'm saying like exactly. people would shut up, set up like like jello shots yeah, and just hand them out. not from the company. Not T- from the Tito's vodka wasn't there doing no. it. No. That was a, a, a personal individual yeah. trying to help you out. So besides the fact that, okay, there's this area... And there's all these weed vendors, and they're literally not allowed to sell because of state fucking law. Yeah. So they just give you product in the hopes of really the next time you go to a store, you now go, ooh, I had a sample of product X out at this event. And now I want to buy it. I want to yeah. buy it. That's Which actually, we found a couple last night where we're like, I'll buy that next time I go yeah. in. That's so good. 
Because it's just like anything else. You stay brand loyal. Once you start, totally, once you don't start you? buying a certain kind of weed, you're like, it works. That's I like shit. it. That's my shit. And now I'm like, well, I tried some other stuff. So here's my other big draw. And you just said it. You're like, yeah, there is this weed area. And I'm sure there are some people thinking like, well, man, what if I don't uh, smoke weed? Of course, there was traditional alcohol. Let me tell you, the music industry, promotional events, do not happen without the alcohol. Yeah, industry. the alcohol will never go away. They will. It financially yeah. cannot serve. Who's the biggest sponsor on any event? Booze. It's a booze. You go for that one first. You you know you you need to secure that money. So there was indeed your normal typical you know booze stand that had your run of the mill beers, a few hard seltzers. Of course, you got some water and some pops in there. Here's the interesting part of it for me, because this is the first time I had an event like this that really wasn't billed as like a cannabis cup. Like I've gone to cannabis cups, yeah. but those are cannabis events. This is the first time I've gone to a show where they're like, hey, by the way, there's going to be a weed yeah. kind of part. The weed part, the Highlands, were in their own area. You had to sign a waiver, yeah. a Google uh, Doc app to gain entry. You also had to be 21. The show is, by the way, 18 and up. The alcohol stand is right next to the hot dog stand. Yeah. There is no waiver for you to buy a beer. No, don't you remember, though, when we walked in, they checked our IDs and gave us wristbands. You're also not cordoned off from other people. No. And that was the juxtaposition for me, was that it was still, it was, if I can use the term, separate but equal, but it was separate. Yeah, It was very much like, this thing's over here, and this thing's over there for everyone, but this yeah. thing's over there only for some people. It was That was the interesting part to me, that the alcohol part is still so mainstreamed. And like you said right there, as soon as I said anything, I'm like, oh, but they checked our ID and they gave us this. They didn't just check our ID and give us a wristband to get into the Highlands. No. Did you read that whole fucking thing we signed? Uh, most of it. Yeah, I, yeah, I didn't read fucking <laughs> I, any I read, of it. Because I, I was curious. What Did a, you? Yeah, because I was curious. What, what did a waiver, they say? Well, jeez. Really? You're asking me the yeah, day you after? you didn't fucking read it. That's why. Because she didn't read it. That's why. She's lying. You, you, you try to look cool. I remember the questions they I didn't asked. read one fucking... Oh, no. The, the questions. Oh, you mean the fine print. No, Not I didn't mean read the, the fine print. print. No. no, they asked us bullshit questions like, what's your favorite weed brand? Yeah. What's a weed brand you like to no, see No, I here? didn't read the fine print. I'm talking about all this shit underneath that. I got a medical card. I don't need that. That's <laughs> what I'm talking about. To go get... And I see you saying, well, they're checking IDs. You have to get a wristband to get a beer. There is no fucking waiver, no Google no. Doc that you need to confirm before you make that purchase. That's the weird part to me. I did laugh, though, because, uh, you know, the wristbands they gave us, it was for anybody who wanted to drink or partake in weed. Yeah. And as I was walking out, I never actually saw the wristband because it was very dark there. Yeah. When I was walking out and finally walked into the light, it was a Bud Light wristband. Bud Light, yeah. It's I was like, all... can't even get a read a wristband yet. It's nah. still it's still booze. They just got to remind you, right? And now your conservative uncle's like, oh, it's the gay beer, too. Right? It's not even the straight beer. <laughs> trying to turn you gay or make you a pothead. <laughs> it was just really cool. I mean, besides the ambiance, and I mean that as someone who's been involved in the electronic music scene, which we call in Chicago just house music, other folks call raves. Um, but having been in it since I was 12 years old, for those of you doing the math, that's 1990. Um, it was uh, it was home turf of being kind of in a uh, industrial park with loud music and uh, lots of substances. And uh, the only difference is uh, this time it's a little bit uh, more above board. I was telling AJ yeah, it wasn't about sketchy at all. There was no. Yeah. There was really. I was expecting more rules. 
There weren't. There were the, the only. It was a nice sense of freedom. And, and I'll it? tell you how I can always figure out if there's going to be if it's going to be kind of locked down or if it's going to be a little more free for all. How are, how how are the rules? Because I have, um, as you've probably seen on our Instagram and our Facebook, I have a flow toy, which is basically the kind I have as a baton that lights up on the end. Which is called the that's all the the the, the glow stuff. You see the yeah, kids, the glow kids. Yeah, they call them flow toys. Yeah, they flow toys. Well, that's actually a brand. Flow toys, flow toys, flow toys, toys you know what? Um, I twirl baton as a kid, so I use this thing, and you know people love it. I love doing it. It keeps me busy during shows. It kind of brings down my anxiety. I was going to say it's, it's absolutely, I see the way AJ copes, you know, in, in uh, the crowds and it's absolutely to kind of create something yep. within it for her to do. So she's not just concentrating on, on how, oh, yeah, there's all these people, around. all these people around. Um, but I can always tell at these shows, cause if, when I bring it in, there have been shows that are weird about you bringing in the, the glow toys. Yeah. And if they're weird about you bringing in the glow toys, they're they going to be weird about everything. They don't get it. Yeah. They didn't even ask what it was. I put it on the table and they were like, cool. These are people. It was, I mean, and I, like, there were no rules. Like, we went yeah. into the Highlands. You could bring booze into the Highlands. That's what I was telling I you. I was just so weirded out. I'm like, wait, you're telling me you're going to give me free weed yeah. here and I can take it outside of this area? Like, it was just... Amazing! It was nice. It felt inclusive for once because it did feel. It did feel for those of us who not who are not into the booze scene, and, and I don't got to tell you, the electronic dance world probably now that it's really moved out of the clubs, right? Because for a long time it was locked into clubs, which clubs are twenty one and up, and clubs again run off alcohol. Yeah. There's no other way they exist without alcohol sales. Um, now that that the whole scene is 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 kind of moved, and there is a younger crowd because obviously lots of U of A kids were back yeah. in town. They were there last night. Um, there's, you know, you go to places where that's not the dominant thing that they're pushing you on. And it wasn't the dominant thing for like the first time ever yeah. last night. Cause we felt kind of, I've been smoking pot since 2007. Oh, I don't want to give my number. Pat's on that. been smoking pot for a lot longer than I have. 1993. Yeah. So I started smoking pot when we worked in. in Seattle. He started smoking pot way before that. And we've always felt kind of alienated, especially living in Wisconsin. Oh, uh, Wisconsin. Well, and I, I mean, too, the, um, the legal, the, the whole legal movement, really, the last 24, 36, 48 months has ramped up insanely. But yeah. you got to remember, up until Colorado, and even when Colorado went, it was still kind of seen as like those fucking weirdo hippies. Yeah, it was like a taboo thing. I mean, it, 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 yeah, it was. We've always felt like the odd men out. We've always felt like, you know, you can't, it's not cool enough to do around yeah. people. You know what the weird part is? When I worked, uh, when we worked at uh, Z93 in La Crosse, Wisconsin, like almost the entire staff, um, they smoked weed, but they were all terrified to let any of the management figures know. Yeah. And I didn't give a fuck because, of course, once again, Pat just, no, no rules Pat back then. And I remember once bringing up to our program director about the night guy who was getting ready to leave. He already put in his two weeks. I said something. I said, yeah, blah, blah, blah. I'll give him a joint as a goodbye yeah. present or something. And she, and she she stops and goes, he's a weeder. A weeder. A weeder. It was like, it was like reefer madness. But again, <laughs> this is like a Mind town. You, this, this is a town where people get so drunk, yeah. they systematically fall into a river and, and die. die. And no one wants to talk about that. People, and I shit you not, in that building would go to lunch, get wasted, and come back to work. And that was normal. Sometimes they would go out for breakfast and get wasted. Remember those Bloody Mary breakfasts? Yeah, and they would, if you didn't go out and get wasted with them during the day, they literally, they told us once, they're like, we don't feel like you're uh, spending enough time with your fellow employees. You're not bonding with us. Yeah, and I was like, well, I have a toddler at home. I can't day drink. Yeah. But yeah, you mentioned weed around these people, and they clammed up like you 
turned on a porn in front of a class of two-year-olds, you know? And then, you know, we moved to Michigan and the stigma's way down. And then since then, again, it's just kind of taken off more and more, you know, uh, across the country. And so now it's like we're finally, and that's why, you know, we get back to AJ looking at this little cannabis queen who's 21 years, years old in her booty shorts, giving us a free blunt. Yeah. Who's known nothing but just legal weed. Her, you sitting there going, boy, this is the fucking dream. This is it. And her going, yeah, I know, ain't it? Like, that's 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 why you say that. Um, yeah, that's why I'm like, this is. Because we're finally there yeah. where it's not a big thing. It's not like we're going to a cannabis cup. Do you know? There are so oh, many times, by the way, that we listen. would have to go to shows and stuff, and we'd have to smoke in the car. Remember that? You have to, we'd like, chief up before you get in. You, you park the car, you smoke, because you can't smoke inside, but you can get blackout wasted. <laughs> plus, plus, I'll tell you, this this scene, this like raver, EDM, whatever, whatever you call our it, scene. scene, our scene is actually oddly a lot about like staying hydrated and fueled There's and healthy self care. Cause it's a, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint. I had my dance setting on my, my Apple watch the entire time last of night course you did. and in two and a half hours, um, I burned like 600 calories. Because we were just dancing and you're standing yeah. and you're just walking around. And I, that's why, like, people don't go to these things really in droves anymore and get blackout drunk. Because they know you got to stay hydrated. You got to eat. You know, it's smoking weed is the healthier option to, you know, set your mind free a little bit than drinking too much. Because you're going to you, pass out and you're going to throw up. Do you remember at, we went to saw, see Sam Smith. We met Sam Smith. This is at the Masonic Temple. In Detroit. And this is before Sam was like, I mean, he was already, listen, I knew that kid was special from the second I heard the first note out of his voice on SNL. But this was really before the big, you know, explosion. This is back when he was binary. <laughs> well, yeah, he was still identifying as a, yeah. as a male, right? So we went to this show in the Masonic, and again, still, you know, Michigan's kind of hip to, to weed, but it's still, you know, there's this weird thing. I remember getting into fights with security guards at shows about not being able to bring in a vape pen and I'm just like fine you know like I'm just yeah. done having this so we're going to this show the Sam Smith show and again Sam Smith at the time it was very it was 2014 it was more croon 15. very croonery yeah very much more you know it was his first album still yeah. that's what he played very soft and myself and AJ we get about a block away from the Masonic and we blaze up in our car and get obnoxiously as high as we can because we, we now have yeah. to go into the venue where, again, they're not going to let you bring in your weed even though you're, you're going to go to the smoking section, which yeah. is what I used to do. I would go where the cigarette yeah. smokers were, and I'd take a, a, a few puffs. So we're like now trying to get obnoxiously high in the car, and we pull into our, our little parking spot. Do you remember the uh, parking attendant? He's like this young, hip, cool black kid from like Detroit. He's watching these white people come in to see Sam Smith in downtown Detroit at Masonic, and he opens up the car to, to, to take our money. And he's like, ooh, I smell that. Ooh, what you got going on? <laughs> you want something? And, and like me and you go, hey. <laughs> and we park our car and go in. And like we're fucking just high out of our mind when we meet Sam yeah. Smith. I look like, I look like. Uh, I it, look half asleep. I, I look that. at least a quarter Filipino. I look at least a quarter <laughs> Filipino in my picture with Sam Smith. But you're right. It's because. We knew once we got in the venue. That was it. That we was it. We weren't going to drink. We weren't going to have alcohol. So it would be just bottles of water and maybe a, a tub of popcorn. You know, you buy a lot more snacks when yeah. you get high at shows. Um, but yeah, it was just so different last night. It was a lot of fun. And now. It was fun. You know, the, the funniest part for me. Very fun. Is we were very high and just having a blast. We were talking. We were dancing. We were listening to the music. It was great. It was just so much fun. 
this guy came up and started talking to us. And he was like, I mean, it was just like, hey, you guys having a good time? Are you sampling some of the product? Blah, blah, blah. And like Pat just, and just I. Just inquiring in general. Yeah. Like, man, I'm glad you guys came out. Yeah, thanks and, for coming. And, and Pat and I, for a few minutes, you know, we're high paranoid. We're like, are we in trouble? Yeah. Did we do something like, wrong? Why is this guy talking to me? Yeah. And about two minutes into the conversation, I look at his shirt. He's got a Relentless Beat shirt on. Yeah. He's part of the promotional He's company. He's a promo kid. Yeah, and I, I... That's his job, is to talk to you. Yeah, he was awesome, and, like, they were taking pictures and stuff, and, like, yeah. he walked away, and I said to Pat, I said, how come he's talking to us and nobody else? And we realized mm -hmm. that we are now the demographic at these shows yeah. um, that's not the norm and has the money. Yeah, we're the money demographic. <laughs> they want to make sure we're coming. They're not talking to the 20-year-olds. They're like, listen, the 20-year-olds, <laughs> they'll find out a way to buy a ticket. Yes. All right? <laughs> we're the ones who consistently spend money They're at like, these, these shows. They're like, these motherfuckers buy tier one pricing. <laughs> They spend money when they're here. And we weren't, and, and <laughs> believe it or not, we were not the old, there are ages all over the board. Well, you know, shows. I was saying that to AJ, and this is just kind of weird for some of us who have been around, but maybe. But it is just weird to be, it the, is. when you realize you're the money-making demographic now, you're not like the young, broke demographic. Yeah. But as far as the entire thing, for the longest time, I feel like there's been two inherent uh, music styles that have been seen as music of the youth. And one was hip hop yeah. and the other one was arguably dance music in whatever shape or form you call it, right? House, yeah. techno, rave, EDM, whatever. Um, and now both of those, and I think more people about hip hop know, this year was a big anniversary. It was the 50th anniversary of hip hop. That's cool. Which I know for a lot of people, you're like, get the fuck out of here. No, it is. And yeah, we're getting into the minutia, right? They're going back to the actual date of the first party. Which you may not consider hip-hop. Yeah. You, yeah. you, you may say, oh, you know, I consider, you know, when Rapper's Delight came out yeah. or when Will Smith came out. Regardless, the same is true for the electronic music scene. And if you start going back now, the lineage, the original class who were 20 years old in the early 80s yeah. when this dance music thing really first started, I mean, they're in their fucking 60s yes. now. Yes. So it's and here we are in our 40s. And because I'm the class of the 90s, right? That was my class of the 90s and then into the 2000s. I was 2001, yeah. You know, now we're in our 40s yep. and our and then there's the new class yeah. which was born in 2000 and they're about, you know, 21 or yeah. you know, 25 and you forget cuz you always think of, oh, this is like the this is the new music for the young kids. No. The young kids who started it are now old fucking men. Yep. It was so wild. yeah, there it was, are, it was a good, good time. Yeah, there were people of all ages there. Yeah. It was upset. There were people there with their parents. It was awesome. There was one chick there with her mom who's probably in her fifties. I mean, yeah. it's but it was very strange to realize that now they are talking to us not because we're young kids getting nah. in trouble because they know we are target the age, demographic. We're the, target we're, demographic. We're the age of the people that have the money to spend. <laughs> now, speaking of money to spend in demographics, this is um, this is how I draw people back in because you're sitting here for the last thirty minutes. It's going, what the fuck do these two do on their weekends? I, know. I don't understand any of this. We uh, party smarter, not harder. <laughs> after going to this you show know. was over by 11, by the way. Let me tell you that real quick. I don't think we mentioned that once. It was amazing. It was over by we were home by 11 22. It was incredible. The woman wakes up the night after going out to a show in a haunted warehouse in an industrial part of the city where cannabis is being given to you for free, and she wakes up. To another purchase, because she is the target demographic that has disposable income. And she's running around the house with her new 
vacuum slash mop. The Bissell Pet Pro Crosswave. Sure. Which is what legitimately what I asked for for my birthday. Pat said, do you want anything? Because I never asked for anything. She never wants anything. And I said, yeah, I actually want this. Um, Because our vacuums, God, our vacuum's probably like six or seven years old. It's starting to shit out. And I'm just like, you know, it, we have, we don't have, we have one area rug in our house. It's all hardwood floors. We have pets. I'm like, we need something more. Cause I'm making like cleaning takes forever. It's vacuuming. Then it's mopping. Uh-huh. And I'm like, there are actual like combo vacuum mops out there. And I said, our vacuum's shitting out instead of getting it fixed. Why don't we just get one of these? And holy shit, this thing's amazing. And the life changing. Literally change. I mean. We weren't able to start the podcast on time because because I was vacuuming. She got all excited. She opened up like the vacuums here, and we're supposed to record. Yeah, no I was, problem. I was. And, and before I know it, you mean <laughs> she's not even just like opening this thing. She's she is in, man. She's got it on. She's making little fucking videos of what it does. She's doing the whole house, and I just sit back. You men or women, whoever the fuck is the person who doesn't clean in your house. You know what that feeling's like when the person who does clean all of a sudden starts to clean? You just back away. It's like how they say never interrupt a sleepwalker, yes. right? Like like Brendan and Dale, you can't I- interrupt them? Yeah, except brothers. You can't interrupt the person who does the cleaning once they start the cleaning. And I notice, holy shit, she's going for it. And she's out there and she's amazing. got a fucking smile on her face. <laughs> it was just so funny because I would say like 10 years ago, Pat would have given me a hard time and said, that's not a birthday present. Like, I want to buy you an actual present. Now we're at the point where he realizes, like, this is something I actually want I mean, because we don't pay somebody to clean our house. I am the house cleaner, and I'm fine with that. But I'm also about making my life easier because I also have a full-time job and yeah. a kid. It doesn't scream joy to me, right? If I'm going to be getting you something for, it's fucking joy. for your birthday, it's, I, I I don't think of... of put it like this. It's joy. The wrong man gives that gift to the wrong uh, female now partner. that's very true. He gets hit in the fucking head with yeah, that. Yeah, she thing. doesn't ask for it. Don't get it for her. Bro. I, I specifically asked for this. Dude, do not come home with a fucking mop and a bucket for your wife on her birthday. Don't listen to my wife. So she's 45 years. Or yeah, I'm 45. She's an old lady. We've been married 15 years. Uh, this is different from your relationship. Yeah. I don't want some guy like, I took AJ's advice, man. I, I brought, brought my wife this fucking Bissell. She punched me in the face. She won't talk to me for two weeks. <laughs> Thinks I'm a fucking pig. I love this thing. Um, it definitely, I can see that you will. I'll still need to do like every once in a while, like a really just hard mop by itself. Yeah. But it's incredible because it literally. So hold on. It, explain to people because I'm I'm, okay. get, I'm I'm giving her shit, but she legit fucking ran around the house with this thing and is so excited yeah, to use it. because I am shocked at how much freaking yeah. dog hair and cat hair is around this house. So explain to people our house first. What do we have in the entire house? Uh, laminate floors. That's right. We have floors. We, we have one area rug in this room to keep it soundproof. That's it. One area rug. Yeah. Everything else is floors. There's no carpet. So what is what is it you want to accomplish with this thing? Um, I would like to stop doing the vacuum and then the mop because that is very time consuming. Especially, you know, we've had a vacuum that hasn't been at 100% for a while. So, you know, it spits stuff out it doesn't really pick up everything you have to kind of jimmy it to pick stuff up this thing while the head of it is smaller than our vacuum it vacuums and mops at the exact same time while you're vacuuming you hold down a button (laughs) 
and it mops the area you're vacuuming, and it does like both. My, my grandparents had something similar to this, this is, for a rug. And then all you do at the end is there's like a dirty water tank. You empty out the dirty water, and it, this is specifically for houses with pets. So mm-hmm. like all the, the the cat and dog hairs in there. Yeah. Oh, you clean it out and you put it away, and it's ready to go for next time. Is and it, it's incredible. Is it weird? Of all the memories I have of my grandmother, this a uh, uh, very nice uh, Polish woman who uh, lived in the kitchen, I think. This is all she did, uh, was live in the kitchen. She's a shorter order cook. For as clean as she kept that house, I don't remember the vacuum being out a lot. So I don't know if that got done when I was at school. Probably, yeah. I mean, think about it. I don't know. But you you are a vacuum queen. Well, that's why I wanted to use it today because I can't use it during the day, during the week when Pat is working because he works from home and he's seeing patients. Yeah. So I'm like, I can't vacuum even if his door's shut. And trust me, his little office needs to be cleaned. Hush. Every single day. But I'm like, okay, well, it's Sunday afternoon. If I do this now, like, I'll probably do it later in the week again. But it was, I like that the head is smaller because it really gets in all the crevasses and (laughs) shit like that. Don't make fun. I don't know. No, I'm not. I'm legitimately interested in what gets you off. I'm just, what gets me off is things that make my life easier. And this makes my life easier. I definitely do not make your life easier, so no. I ain't getting her off. Make, I'll tell you that You much. and our son make the mess. <laughs> this thing makes my life easier by helping to clean it up. I was. Uh, it wasn't too bad either. It was 270 bucks, which I was looking at other models and stuff. Most of them were like 400 and up. And But I was talking to some ladies at the dog park, and they're like, you know, these people have like 4,000 square foot houses. Ours is about two. It's mm-hmm. like 1990s or something. Um, and they're like, oh, yeah, if you're one level... And you like the smaller will be fine. So I got the smaller one instead of paying 500 bucks. Now, hold on. You originally shot me and, and now I'm glad that we sat on it for a while because she legit did shoot me the name of another one that they sell at Costco. Yeah. When I asked, you know, do you want anything? Oh, I don't want anything for my birthday. And, and then all of a sudden, well, mate, this looks kind of cool. And if you're willing, and I go, hold on, do you want this? I'll go buy it right now. And you're like, well, don't do it right now. And then you end up changing your mind. So what happened from you telling me you wanted this one to that one? I read the reviews on the other one. The other one's cordless. And that seemed to be one of the main problems. The two main problems with the other one is that it doesn't hold the charge through your whole house. Okay. So they're like, you do have to plug it in and charge it, and you have to wait while it charges. There's so you no, can't plug it in and, and then just use go. It? No, uh, you have to plug. You have to charge it and it's wait like those, for it. Those, uh, what is it now? We have all those electric uh, power like tools. Yes. Uh, for the yard, and you got to charge the fucking battery, and yeah. if it's out, it's, it's out. Not like a plug-in, you yeah. can't just walk around with a plug attached. Gotcha, gotcha. So that was the problem. They're like, eh, you know, it does take longer because you have to wait for it to charge. Probably. 70% of the way through your house when you're mm-hmm. about ready to be done. Um, and then the second thing was multiple reviews said that it always, if you have pets, which it's pretty much meant for pets, it always smells kind of like a wet dog, even if you clean it. I mean, there were people who literally said, I used it twice and I won't use it again because you plug it in and it starts going and it makes your house smell like a wet dog. So hold on. You mean the actual machine? It doesn't make your house Smell like a wet dog. Well, the machine smells like a wet dog. But the but machine, when, because when of starts, whatever it's doing. Yeah, it starts to circulate, 
and then it makes your house smell like wet dog. That's nasty. And I know, and I read a, quite a few reviews like yeah. that, and I was like, you know. Glad we held off on that. Well, yeah, and I got this one, and again, it's a little bit smaller, so it is a little more time-consuming, but it was the same price, and it's specifically meant for pets. And I'm finding already, I'm like, all it takes is a quick rinse of the dirty water tank. It's, it's not brain surgery. It's not that hard. You rinse it out, it's done. Hear how excited she is about Hell this yeah. thing, man? Hell she yeah, was man. She was walking around the house like, look what I'm doing. I'm vacuuming, and I'm mopping. All at once, vacuuming and and mopping. mopping. You see, you have disposable income. Doesn't matter, right? If it's a high-end vacuum, which, by the way, would you consider this one more high-end than than, than the one you had before? Um, The other one costs more. I'll guarantee you the other one costs more. I I wouldn't say it's more high-end, but it's definitely more multifunctional. Yeah. It definitely works better than that vacuum we have. This is what this see. This is why. This is why you know I dress up like a crazy alien with gems on my face, and I go out and I twirl a glowing (laughs) baton and smoke weed, and then the next day I'm vacuuming and mopping my house. If you're wondering why I feel the need to do that stuff, it's to offset the literal (laughs) suburban boringness the next day, which is oh my god, have you seen my new vacuum in my? The Pat and AJ Podcast Network is available on all your favorite audio platforms. Subscribe today. Follow Pat and AJ on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Facebook now at Pat and AJ. PatandAJ.com. Support the Pat and AJ Podcast Network today by donating on Venmo or Cash App. Powered by the people. The Pat and AJ Podcast.